0: Welcome to The Y Chaser, the Thinking Christians blog and podcast. This episode is a reading of an existing article on The Y Chaser blog. The aim is to help those who can't or don't want to read access the content published on the site. Subscribe to receive updates for future episodes and articles or visit the blog to read more articles like this one. To overcome condemnation. Overcoming condemnation isn't a simple formula that involves repeating, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus 12 times a day. Condemnation is a deeply rooted fear that God is going to punish you for every single wrong you do and every good thing that you fail to do. As such, overcoming it is a slow process of renewing your mind The renewal won't come by parroting scripture, but rather comes through changing the way you think about God and all that it means to be a Christian. Five years ago, when I first started my journey, I couldn't choose my morning coffee or breakfast without fearing if it's God's will for my life, in inverted brackets. Yes, I would start 80% of my days in fear because I chose oats over toast, or toast over oats, So, the tips I share here isn't theory, but rather the things that help me overcome condemnation. Number 1. Meditate on the difference between love and condemnation. A tipping point for me was realizing what the difference between love and condemnation is. The important thing to keep in mind is that the pre-assumption that God is love will underpin everything. I'll share the story that triggered my aha moment. We have a rule in our office about washing our own dishes. Inevitably, there will be those who won't wash theirs. And this often happens with teaspoons, because it's really not that messy, right? To be honest, I'm one of those who sometimes just want to drop my spoon in the sink, especially at the end of the day, because they're already like 10. So what's one more? One afternoon, after making my cup of coffee, I dropped my teaspoon onto the growing collection of dirty spoons when a jab of condemnation hit me. I rinsed and dried my spoon dutifully, and I put it back in the drawer. In that moment, I realized what the difference between condemnation and love was. Condemnation made me comply with the minimum requirement. I rinsed my spoon and felt okay with that. Love would have stopped and washed the spoons in service of the receptionist, who usually cleans up after everyone. This is the shortcoming of condemnation compared to love. As painful as condemnation is, there will come a point where the things you are doing to alleviate your feelings of condemnation will be more painful than the feeling of condemnation ever was. As much as condemnation can start the journey of self-sacrifice, it will certainly not have the carrying power you need to go through with laying down your life completely. Love, on the other hand, is a free will decision. A decision only you can make to put someone else above yourself. In fact, a decision of love often comes with the expectation that there will come a point where you will have to lean into the pain and discomfort involved with your decision but that decision will be completely worth it. Condemnation never thinks that far. Tip number two, get to know God's character through studying the Bible. As a Christian, the primary source of our faith story is the Bible. This statement shouldn't be confused with the assumption that the Bible is inerrantly factual. The Bible contains the story of a God who created everything assigned humans to have dominion over it, and declared that all this is very good. But through our free will, we've made a bit of a mess within this good creation. Instead of leaving us to our own devices, he chose to partner with us and return this very good creation to its original state. As another author once put it, In Revelation we see a beautiful city, and what is a city if it isn't a collection of small gardens? If you read the Bible through the lens of Genesis one to it is a collection of stories that captures God's journey with humanity to bring us back to the garden. There are a ton of hiccups along the way, billions of people who are remarkably inept at fulfilling the partnership requirement, yet God remains faithful, patient, and hopeful of the future He is returning us to. But you can't know this unless you study the Bible. And when I say study the Bible... I don't mean memorizing key verses, I mean digging into each book in the Bible, understanding its context, the audience and its purpose. The Bible Project is is an amazing resource you can use to help understand the Bible. They have videos on each of the books of the Bible that has helped me immensely. Tip number 3. Read books that encourage different views of ways of thinking about God. This, combined with prayer and a lot of trust, is probably one of the things that helped me the most. This, shattering, scary as it was, was extremely helpful in bringing about peace instead of fear. I have a list of books that helped me which you can refer to, but this isn't the penultimate list of books you can read to break down the condemnation tapes in your head. In many cases, I had to be courageous to read these because of the stigmas that surrounded them or simply because they can shatter so many of my preconceived ideas that I can lose my sense of identity as a Christian. Tip number four, get out of toxic, condemnation-driven environments. This is probably the hardest one of all, because the toxic, condemnation-driven environment will weigh you down with its condemnation for wanting to get out. However, it doesn't help you if you live in a faith community that showers you, you with acid every Sunday and repeats the process when you share, the, share a meal in your small group. This is also the most important one of all. Walking into a church Sunday after Sunday with friendly skies was the one factor that made all the above possible for me. It helped me heal slowly and systematically as I heard every week about a God who loves me, a God who willingly takes my mess and uses it for good, a God who is more concerned about who I am in my heart of hearts than he is about what I'm busy doing. Ironically, once he gets hold of your heart, your doing changes without much difficulty. Finally, there is hope for overcoming condemnation. There is hope for your battle. Because your freedom from it is in your hands. It's a fight you can fight. It's just a process where you need to rewire your brain. And with a ton of grace that comes with cultivating the fruit of the spirit. You can overcome it. I can't remember the last time I was <laughs> I fretted over what I should eat for breakfast. Except when I considered pancakes. Instead of something wholesome and healthy. And when I mess up. I don't nail myself to the proverbial cross for weeks on end. It does get better if you keep going at it.